0: You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. episode of the blessed embossed up podcast last week we were talking about how to create a marketing plan that never misses and this week we're going to pick up where we left off there so the to give you a quick recap We talked about keywords are king. That was point number one. Make sure that all of your content and the things that your, your descriptions of whatever it is that you're offering, if you're on YouTube, remember YouTube is a search engine, YouTube and Google back and forth between the number one search engine. So make sure that you are utilizing keywords when it comes to your YouTube channels, when somebody is searching. For example, if y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all saw that we had a family photo shoot, and I was trying to figure out how I was going to tie this head wrap. So I searched how to tie a gele, G-E-L-E. Sorry if I said it wrong to my African folks. But I was googling how to tie it because I had this fabric and I didn't know what I was doing, and so if that is something that you do, your video should have popped up. So, consumer behavior on things like YouTube is that people are searching for things, so making sure that you have these keywords, make sure you're using them, okay? Also, I touched on voice search, it's just getting bigger and bigger. You say, Hey Siri teach me how to tie a gala. Wait, I t- I say, Hey Siri. And it popped up on my computer. So let me not use that. Um, you could say, Hey Alexa, I want to listen to a podcast about finances. So people are these companies, the Amazons and things and apples are creating these voice search. Now, even with Google, I don't know Google's name for whoever they call they they girl. You can say, "Hey Google, do this," and it'll do it. So, because voice search is getting bigger and bigger, that makes keywords that more uh, important. You want to make sure that when people are saying, "Hey, such and such, show me this," that your this is what they see. Number two was collect and analyze data. Data is king. Data is sold at such a high price. These companies like the Amazons and the social medias and all that, they sell data and they make a lot of money selling data because... Data is extremely valuable. Your consumer behavior is very, very valuable to companies. And so you need to make sure that you, as a business owner, are understanding your consumer's behavior so that you can make strategic decisions and are spending your time, money, and effort into things that are going to give you a return on investment. And data is going to tell you what those things are. Number three, don't sell dreams, sell results. Don't be a used car salesman. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Tell me what you you've done so that it makes my buying decision that much easier I want to say I want that hat that Tatum had on in her YouTube video that's what I want because she says she liked it because she said that her head is big and it fits over her head I want that hat <laughs> so you you're sell those results um, and not oh you're going to love this hat because it's this and it's that no sell results number four was the more personal and specific the better make sure you're segmenting your email list if you have an email list you should have you should know who on your email list likes live events who likes online courses who likes ebooks who likes physical books who um doesn't like any of that like you should know um based off of whatever data that you have who once what and when you're communicating with your audience be as specific as possible it can be as small as put in their name in the email it could be as big as sending an individual email whatever it is get personal and specific and then the last one i said was video reigns supreme still and i would even add in audio to that but just make sure that you are doing video as much as possible all right Now, number six, if you are a service-based business, you need to incorporate e-commerce into your new year strategy, okay? There are so many ways to make money these days. When I tell you guys about a book, when y'all ask me about the book I recommended on this or the Bible uh, that I use, I get asked that a lot. I send you to my Amazon store because it's a way for me to make passive income. I get a kickback. Based off of when you buy something, there is a company that I just partnered with. It's an e-commerce business that you guys are going to hear me talk about a lot in the new year because it fit very well with what I was already doing. And it's a great way for me to just make passive income by integrating um, something that I'm using into my strategy. So any way that you guys can incorporate e-commerce, the better the better. So when it comes to your marketing, always have some type of um, passive income tool there because you just don't want to always be exchanging time for money. You won't get wealthy that way. You want to be able to make money when you sleep. So I wanted to add that in there just as you're planning for the new year, make sure that you have passive income streams too, in addition to the services and things that you're planning. Number seven, in your marketing plan, make sure that you have an advertising budget, y'all. Make sure that you have an advertising budget. Instagram and Facebook are ad agencies. The algorithm algorithms are set up for ads to reach its intended audience, not for you to try to beat it with your content. It's not set up that way because they don't make money that way. They make money by you spending uh, money on Facebook ads and things like that. They make money that way and they have adjusted to the system to where you have to do that in order to be seen. So just make sure now marketing on social media is very valuable, but just understand the game that you're playing and it's an ad game. So have, make sure that you have some type of advertising budget for the new year. If you're not familiar with Facebook ads, look at an expert, Um, someone who can teach you how to do them correctly so that you are making the most out of whatever it is that you're spending, but have that budget, spend money on podcasts. There's a statistic. I forgot what it is, but a high amount of podcast listeners buy things based on a recommendation they heard on a show. Podcasting is going to be a billion dollar industry in 2021 because of advertising dollars. So many companies are spending money in that space because they see the value of a host. So take me, for example, recommending something to my audience. So you should do that as well. Reach out to different podcasts who have your consumers there and ask what their advertising rates are. Y'all can ask me if you want um but ask what their advertising rates are so that they so that you can have an ad on their podcast spend money in with influencer marketing it can be as simple as saying hey Tatum i noticed that you're on youtube and you're doing these vlogs and stuff can i send you my shirt to wear in your next vlog sure that's influencer marketing you know i can tell you what the rate would be for that or whatever i might do it for free if i like the shirt it depends But, um, reach out to these people and spend money that way. And don't think that you got to spend money on an influencer who has like millions and millions of followers because you don't. People who have these smaller audiences have engaged audiences and that's what you need. You don't need a, if they have a million followers and only two people care, that's not a good spend of your money. You want to spend with people who have, um, engaged audiences because engaged audiences means audiences that's want to actually buy the things that the influencer recommends you can also barter with people and say hey um if i take a hundred dollars off your website service can you do an ad for me on your podcast that's something that i've done i've negotiated down to say all right i'll post about you on social media in exchange for you giving me money off the service like if it's as long as it is a mutually beneficial situation you can work those type of deals out so even if you don't have a um high marketing budget still figure out how you can be creative one thing i love and i used to talk about this book more but the power of broke when you ain't got money you'll figure it out like you will really figure it out and so that's what you should really tap into if you are trying to do Um, There's not really much wiggle room with like the social media ads. There's not too much wiggle room with podcast ads. Sometimes it depends on what podcaster you're talking to, but with influencers, it might be some wiggle room there. So don't be afraid to barter in any type of way. Number eight. So, so again, make sure you have some type of advertising budget though for the new year. There's so many people shopping online and you got to fight for their attention. And so a part of the way that you do that is to pay to be placed in front of them. This episode is brought to you by Honey. All right, so boom. Imagine this, you guys. You make a list, list of the gifts that you're going to buy for the holidays. Then somebody randomly gives you the money to help buy one. How does that sound? Well, that's what Honey is doing. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts. You're probably trying to figure out, is this the same Honey that automatically searches for promo codes online? Uh, Yeah, yes it is. With Honey, you can also make a list of all of the holiday gifts that you want from certain stores, and Honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. Just add Honey to your computer, create a free account, and throw some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help buy something on their list. I had things like an air fryer because... If you know, you know. <laughs> I have things like an air fryer on my drop list, a television on my list, and I need Honey to help pay for some of this stuff, okay? No purchase is necessary. You need a PayPal account to redeem the prize, and that's it. Only valid in the U.S., and giveaway ends on December 21st. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash blessed. That's joinhoney dot com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. Number eight: collaborate with other brands. Collaborate with other brands. It's a great way to get your stuff out there. It's a great way to make extra money. Uh, a and I collaborate on the society. It's a very mutually beneficial collaboration. I did the society prior to um, working with her. I did it myself, and it was a lot. It was labor intensive. Um, the money was okay. It could have been better. It wasn't worth all the effort I was putting into it. And so by me working with her, I'm like, look, how do you feel about collaborating on this? I feel like we can bring our audiences together. Now I'm not the only one pushing this. And now I have someone else who's pushing this awesome community with me. I have someone who is, um, doing the community with me. So we're sharing the workload and we split the profits. So now my 50% is h- way higher than my 100% when I was doing it by myself. And now we're able to impact way more people. So don't be afraid to collaborate. Like my friends, Raven's been on this show many a times. The la- and most of the times when she's on her show, we have an agreement. So if I, if we're having, what's the program that she did? She did a program about uh money. <laughs> I mean, most of them are, but she did a program about money at some point. And, um, it was set up to where whoever from my audience signed up for her program, I got a percentage and I got a great check from her based off of that collaboration. I would have interviewed her anyway, because we're friends and she has valuable things to say on the podcast. But now by just that simple partnership and bringing our platforms together, I was able to introduce my audience to her. I was able to make uh, good money and people were able to get their problem solved because she was offering something of value. So partner with people as much as possible. Don't think that you guys both have to have 20 million or 10,000 followers. You don't like See value in where you are. And I think that's something that I really want to hone in on. I know we're talking about business. I know we're talking about marketing, but don't put where you want to be on some, so much of a pedestal to where you're not valuing where you are right now. There's value in the 100, 200, 1,000 followers that you have. There's value there, so find the right person to collaborate with, to where you both can grow each other's audiences or cross promote each other's products. There's a lot of value there. So, with your new year marketing plan, think about how you can collaborate with other brands. We see it all the time when it comes to the big brands. Beyonce partners with Adidas on the Ivy Park collection. She sells more by partnering with Adidas Adidas than she did by herself. Now, this collection is selling out in two minutes because of that partnership. You see, there are brands that do branded podcasts all the time. So if Target decided that they wanted to partner with the Thrifty Moms podcast, I don't that might be a podcast. But I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. If Target decided that they wanted to partner with the Thrifty Moms podcast or the Moms Who Love Target podcast or whatever, that's a collaboration that's beneficial so that we see the big brands do it all the time so make sure that you're doing it as well in the new year and then the last one is cause marketing is greater than lifestyle marketing when i say cause marketing i mean c a u s e so standing for something is a lot better Um, As far as your marketing efforts go, then to just talk about, hey, I'm so bossed up. Like, hey, this is my Chanel bag. This is my uh, Bentley truck. Taking pictures in front of mega mansions and all of that. People are tired of that um, based, I mean, COVID has been the great equalizer because no matter how much money you got or whatever, you can get humble real quick with a pandemic. So people don't care about that anymore. Like people care about causes, people care about social issues, people care about things and not material things. Like those things are attractive. Don't get me wrong, but it's tired, it's done. And so instead of trying to figure out how you could fake it till you make it or how you could look like you got all of this money, what, who are you and what do you stand for? And highlight that. Highlight that. That's going to make your marketing a lot more meaningful. Um, That's going to allow you to get a lot more creative. That's going to allow people to feel connected to you again, people buy from those they know they like, they trust. And when you have some type of cause or some t- something that you believe in, it allows you to connect more with your audience. So, as you are creating your marketing plans for 2021, make sure that you have some storytelling in there, make sure that you're connecting with people on a human level. So, yes, these are my results, yes, I have all of these keywords in, but also, this is who I am, this is why I do this. This is why this is important to me. This is my story. That is what people connect to. That is what people connect to. That could be the driving force between your product and someone else who was selling the exact same thing with similar um, ways of doing it. So make sure again, in your 2021 plan that you are highlighting causes and that's your storytelling. So that was kind of a two for one. So let's do a recap on the last few that I went over today. If you're a service-based business, incorporate more e-commerce. Make sure that you have an advertising budget. Collaborate with other brands. And then lastly, cause marketing is greater than lifestyle marketing. This episode is brought to you by Fiverr. Today, we've been talking about marketing. Last week, we talked about marketing. And to be honest with you guys, a lot of work goes into creating content, marketing that content, posting it, getting the strategy, copywriting, all of that good stuff. And Fiverr's online marketplace is very beneficial for you because it connects businesses with freelancers that are offering hundreds of digital service. So you can get that graphic design taken care of, the copywriting taken care of, any editing, whatever it is you need to take time away from the tactics that you're doing with your marketing, Fiverr is the way to go. I personally have been using Fiverr since I became an entrepreneur in 2015. I've used them for podcast editing. I use them to get my shows transcribed to make sure that the episodes and everything we put out are keyword optimized. I use them for graphics, like anything that I can think of. If I need someone to get it done well and quickly, I go to Fiverr. Find what you're looking for instantly, you guys. It's easy. You can just customize your search by service, deadline, price, seller reviews, and more. No more guessing games because you'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront, and you don't have to negotiate it at all. What's also pretty awesome is that all of the pricing is project-based, so not hourly. You don't have to worry about someone taking super long and charging you all of this money is one set price for the project. Then they have 24-7 customer service, so you can reach out with questions anytime, anywhere. Check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order by using my code BLESSED. Find all of the digital services that you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code BLESSED. Again, that's Fiverr.com, code BLESSED. Let's get back to the show. This episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. We're at the time of the year where seasonal depression starts to kick in. It's the holidays. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, the holidays are looking a lot different for many of us. Many of us can't go home. We can't see our families the way that we want to. And the world is just different. Things have been a lot for pretty much the majority of this year. And that can take a huge emotional toll on anybody. BetterHelp Online Counseling is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform. Many of us, even though we're quarantined, we're busy. I know for me, I have a lot going on with business. For many, you're at home, you're, the kids may be home, their spouse is home. It's just a lot going on. And a lot of us have these very, very busy schedules. And sometimes it could be hard to research and make appointments with in-person counselors in addition to that not being the safest thing to do at all right now. And sometimes you can find yourself just not even going or seeking the help that you need because it doesn't have that level of convenience that fits your lifestyle. But with BetterHelp, they will connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. BetterHelp is also available worldwide. So wherever you are on the globe, they are available for you. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything you share is completely confidential. You can even start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. So if you need to talk to someone soon, BetterHelp is where you need to be. And best of all, it's truly an affordable option. Blessed and Bossed Up listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code BLESSED. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash blessed. You simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com blessed. Let's get back to the show. All right, let's answer some questions. I posted in my Instagram stories this week, what marketing questions um, did you guys have? And I got a bunch of responses and I want to pull a few out just to stay on theme with the marketing episodes so that you guys have everything that you need to make sure that your marketing strategies are on point for 2021. So the first question says, what is a good marketing hack to get sales? I wanted to address this question because you don't, like hacks are not what you need. And I've experienced this just as I work with people to help them increase their show listenership and things of that nature, to where people are trying to come and get something that they can copy and paste into their business or their podcast and then get a billion or whatever listeners and start sales start coming out of nowhere. Like, that's not how it works. It's strategy. And a part of strategy is sometimes getting it wrong so that you can have the data to know how you need to pivot or what you need to do differently. The numbers we talked about data in this two-part series. Like the numbers tell you everything that needs that you need to know. They tell you what's working and what's not. So, it's not a hack that you're looking for it's strategy. So, I gave you a bunch of marketing tips over the last episode, the last couple of episodes, but moving forward, I want all of you guys to just make sure that when you're thinking about how to market, that you're not looking for hacks, that you're looking for strategy, because what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself trying to just do what you see everybody else doing and wondering why it isn't working out for you or wondering uh, what's going to be the next thing that gets you to where you want to go. So you see everybody downloading Clubhouse. So you're downloading Clubhouse because that's what everybody is doing. Or you see everybody starting a podcast. So you're starting a podcast because that's what everybody is doing. And you're trying to to uh, pick out pieces of everybody else's success story and get it and somehow paste it to what you're doing and get results. And that's not how it works. You Again, you don't need a hack. You need a strategy. And, and I wanted to address this because I believe that there are a lot of you guys who find yourself in this position with not just marketing, but anything that you're doing, business, life, you're looking for a hack. You don't need a hack. You need a strategy. And then after the strategy is created, you need to see it through and properly analyze it. So again, you know what's working and what's not. So I wanted to answer the hack question. I gave plenty of tips, but I just wanted to address that mindset and that attitude really quickly because again, we don't build successful businesses off of hacks. (laughs) You build successful businesses off of strategy. That's it. And if you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to be a CEO, you need to think like one. You need to put yourself in, put in the position um, to do that job well. A lot of times we start these businesses and we say, I'm the founder and CEO of this company, but we don't even have the skills or the qualifications to meet that job description. And it because it comes with the territory, so to speak, when you start your business and you appoint yourself is that it's still your job to go and develop the necessary skills in order to to be effective in your role. If I've learned anything this year, it's the importance of being an effective CEO of my company. So we know God is the CEO, right? So don't try to get super deep here. I'm talking about as far as the day-to-day management of my company, I had to develop skills in order to be able to effectively do that. And one thing that I've learned this year is where my strengths and weaknesses are, and I've had to now make adjustments in my business moving forward to make sure that my sh- my weaknesses are accounted for via my team. Right? So I know my strengths as a leader and my strengths as the the uh, head of this company, but I also know where my weaknesses are and I need to hire in order to Make sure that even in the areas that I'm weak, there's strengths as far as skill sets in the company. So again, I'm addressing this mindset. I got way off the question, but intentionally because I want to address this hack thing. We don't need hacks, y'all. You need strategy. You need to be an effective CEO and an effective president, an effective whatever your title is in your business. You need to be effective in that. And sometimes that means hiring out. Sometimes that means getting you a marketing strategist because that's not your skill set. Whatever it may be, those decisions come from strategy. It comes from knowing your role, knowing your strengths and weaknesses. So I had to address that really, really quickly. Let me go to another question. How do you re-strategize when your marketing efforts aren't working? This is a great question. And this again goes back to strategy. A lot of people make a lot of people do marketing tactics, but they don't have a marketing plan. And with marketing, your strategy and your plan comes before the tactics. And so a lot of us find ourselves not effectively converting people into sales or eyes into sales in our businesses because we're trying to do the tactics without the plan or without the strategy. So if you're in a place where your marketing efforts aren't working, then you go back to the plan. And any type of marketing plan, you should have key performance indicators, right? There should be KPIs in place to where before you to completely miss the mark, there's th- there are uh, the data is telling you that something is or is not working. So you should be able to make adjustments before you get to the point where they aren't working. So the first thing that you need to do in order to re-strategize is to make sure that you have a strategy and that you have a plan in place. Make sure that your plan has key performance indicators, things that let you know that you're headed in the right direction. And if those things are not met, then that's an opportunity for you to then go back and make adjustments before the end of whatever the marketing period is. So for example, I told you guys, me and my digital marketing manager, we meet midway through every month because we wanna analyze where we at with our plan. These are our goals. This is what we wanna do as far as sales. This is the end goal. So where are we at before the month is even over are we winning? Are we losing? Are we reaching our goals? Are these KPIs being met? If not, how can we make adjustments for the the rest of the month so that we can get on track? Or what are we doing well so that we can make sure that we ramp those efforts up in order to see the sales that we want to see? A great example of this, um, practically, is that we realize. So, when it comes to the Find Your Voice Academy retreat that we have for podcasters, we usually sell out very quickly. So, the is we're about three in at this point. And so we realized that we were, and right now when I'm recording this, we got about two seats left. So we're going to sell out this one as well, but we're not selling it out as fast as we have in the past. And so like the first one we sold out in a couple of days, the, the, the second one, a couple of weeks after that, the last one sold out in less than 24 hours. Like it's it, we really sell out fast. And so my marketing manager and I met and I said, what is the issue? Like what's, happening here to where the time frame to reach our goal of selling out is slower like I'm not used to this this should have been done and so but what we realized was that sorry to interrupt you guys we've got to pay this bill and then we'll get right back to the story This holiday season, a lot of us are mailing things out. You know, it's the time where we can't go see family the way that we used to. We can only stick pretty much with those in our household because of the pandemic. So that means that the post office is going to get really busy. But you don't have time for that. I know I don't got time for that. Stamps.com brings the post office and now UPS shipping right to your computer mail and ship anything from the convenience of your home or office. With Stamps.com, anything you can do at the post office, you can do with just a few clicks. Plus, Stamps.com saves you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office. So whether you're a small business, sending invoices, an online seller fulfilling orders during this record-setting holiday season, or even a giant warehouse selling thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7. So that's for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere that you want to send it. And then once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop-off it's that simple with stamps.com you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40 percent off priority mail and up to 62 percent off ups shipping rates not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters stamps.com is a no-brainer saving you time and money it's a wonder over nine hundred thousand small businesses already use stamps.com I'm one of those 900,000s, if y'all saw the big yellow box that we sent out to all of our attendees of our our last retreat, we used Stamps.com to get those out, to print all of the labels and everything so we didn't have to deal with the post office and didn't have to compromise our safety to get things done. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code BLESSED, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in BLESSED. That's Stamps.com, enter BLESSED. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Let's get back to the show. Our audience, because of the pandemic and what's going on, people are uncertain about committing to an in-person event. It's not about the price. It's not about if they see value in it or not, because we've communicated that. But now it's because things are so uncertain in the world They don't want to make that type of financial commitment without knowing if the event is going to happen. And so what we did was, this was before our November retreat. So I said, okay, when it comes to our retreat, we need to make sure that we ramp up the amount of content surrounding this virtual retreat, because we want to build confidence in our potential attendees or potential customers that... They, whether this event is in person or it's online, that is going to be great. So the benefit that we have of having this last one virtually is because it was already paid for prior to it. So everybody was already committed. Um, and so they... With with it being virtual, it was like they didn't have a say so, so to speak, like they couldn't pull out because we were already planning. It was already paid for all of those things. So we just had to pivot and adjust based off the times that we're in. But now because we are selling another one that's coming up in July now we have to do a lot more work to build confidence and trust in the consumer for them to know that if the world is still in shambles and if this still has to be virtual, that they're still getting the same quality event. So again, we ramped up the content. We had a scavenger hunt over the course of the retreat where uh, we had the we had like a something for them to do every day, and then at the end, whoever completed all of those things, they got an uh, Amazon gift card. So day 1 was posting unboxing videos. So if y'all follow us on social media, if you go to anchor.media and click on the FYVA tab in our highlights, you'll see all of the content we did. But um we got this big branded yellow box sent to their doorstep. We did they had to do an unboxing video, so we got them to go on their social medias and do that. Day 2 was them posting a picture of their uh, virtual photo shoot location. So they did that. Day 3 um, I can't remember what day three and day or day four was. They had to leave us a testimonial before the retreat was over. I can't remember what the third one was. But nevertheless, we had to ramp up our content. So we're reposting this stuff. People are excited. Our speakers are posted on social media. Uh, we got all of these amazing testimonials. So now moving forward, we can now assure our customers that whether our event is in person or online that they will be taken care of, that it will still be the same quality. It will still be life-changing. It will still be all of these things that they've heard so much about as it relates to this event. And the result of that is that we were able to um, increase our applications. I forgot how many percentage, but we had a massive increase of applications. Um, I think as, as I'm talking, we got two seats left and I'm pretty sure by the time the next episode comes out, we will be sold out of that event. So just by us, Going to the plan and seeing what went wrong, seeing why our KPIs weren't being met, we were able to re-strategize as opposed to getting all the way to July and being like, oh my gosh, this event didn't sell out like the other ones did. We failed. Where did we go wrong? No. No. Let's figure out what's going on midway through right in the midst of it and constantly evaluate the strategy and the plan that we have set forth and make adjustments as necessary. And so that's how we do it. So for you guys, if your marketing efforts are not working, make sure that you're not putting the cart before the horse. Do you have a strategy? Do you have a plan with key performance indicators? That's what you need to have before you go straight to the efforts. Otherwise, you'll find yourself, like I said before, just doing everything because everybody else is doing it. I had somebody, um, a friend of mine, she hit me up and was like, Tatum, uh, you need to get on Clubhouse. I was like, why? (laughs) So I I understand that everybody is going on there and that it's a new thing. I like when things are new because it's the opportunity to get um, on it before it gets to uh watered down but i was telling her i'm like look it's another social network instagram's history shows me that they just steal the features that people like on other platforms and basically eliminates the competition that way so tell me why won't instagram just do whatever clubhouse is doing and eliminate them why do i need to be here and she explained to me she's a marketer so i was very interested in why she thought i needed to be on there so we talked and i was like okay all right, cool. So let's see how this fits. So I hit up my marketing manager. I'm like, okay, check this out. Check this clubhouse thing out. Um, Let me know if you need an invite so you can get in, like look around, see if this is beneficial for us and if this needs to be integrated into our marketing plan. And that's what we do. So I'm not about to, like I downloaded it. Um, I haven't been that active yet. I have some ideas or some things that I want to do um, to just test it out and to see what the data is telling me. But I put her on it. Like, okay, check this out. Is, does this fit with our marketing plan? We're not going to just do a bunch of efforts. Does this fit within the plan? And does this have a likelihood of us reaching the goals or contributing to us reaching the goals with our marketing efforts? And then that's a conversation that we had. And then after doing our due diligence, then we make a decision if that's where we need to put any effort to. But again, it's not about the efforts first. It's about the strategy. The next question is a podcast question. She says, I started my podcast, but I'm not sure what to do next. Buy ads. I don't think you need to buy ads next. I can tell you right now, we're almost four years in, four and a half million listens in, hundreds of thousand dollars in, and have never bought one ad. So if you're just getting started, me personally, I don't believe that buying ads is necessary uh, right now. F- us, we're going to start buying um, ads in the future. We're not buying Facebook ads though. We'll start buying ad space on other podcasters, other podcasts. So the same way that I'll come on here and be like, um, hey y'all it's a new podcast coming out by such and such and such and such listen to the trailer subscribe everywhere you listen to shows and play their trailer so the same way somebody will pay me to do that I'll pay another show to do that for this one because that's going to get us to the next level that I want us to go but how far we've gotten hit like the way that we've gotten where we are now has not been by buying ads so I don't suggest you do that Um, first things first make sure A lot of people want to see a bunch of numbers, but you just need to make sure your show is of quality first, right? Make sure that you're able to be consistent every single week or every season, however your show is. So the first thing you need to do before bringing more people into the house is make sure the house is together. Um, Make sure that you're able to be consistent, number one. Number two, make sure that all the the audio quality sounds good. Make sure that your messaging is clear. Make sure that it's a great overall experience for those that you want to reach, number two. Number three, make sure you have all the components necessary to convert your listeners, no matter how many you have, into customers. So if you have uh, 10 listens, if you can convert them 10 into customers, that's better than having 100. Hundred listens and ain't nobody buying nothing from you. You congratulations. You could say I have a hundred listens, but that doesn't translate into dollars without putting any work in. So make sure that you have all of the elements in place to to be able to connect your um, or turn your show listeners into customers. That's number two. After you do that, after the house is ordering, you're ready. To, house is in order, and you're ready to start inviting people over. Um, then you can do things like. Uh, doing your keyword searches. So making sure that all of the titles and the show notes and the wording that you're using on the show is keyword optimized so that the person who's looking for you is able to find you. Apple podcast is changing things around to now they're constantly suggesting things. They're suggestion based, even on Instagram. Instagram is now uh, changing to where it's search based. So now it's that much more important that wherever you are promoting your show or presenting any type of content that you want people to tune into, you have to make sure that it's searchable, that you're using the right keywords and things so that again, those who are looking for what you have to offer can find you. You have to, you have to, there's so many ways to organically be found. I would start there then start buying ads. But if you do get to the point where you are able to buy ads, buy ads on podcasts, not like Facebook and Instagram ads. Buy ad on a show like this, where um, I'll post your trailer or something like that. Buy an ad on other shows that have your target audience. So, And when you buy an ad, buy one to where it's an RSS feed drop and not necessarily a, a mid-roll read because that allows you to get your ad heard or your show heard on a day to where the podcast isn't coming out. So it's like a a shock factor to whoever is subscribed to that podcast and it just helps you stand out a little better. So that would be my suggestion when you do go the ad route, but I wouldn't go the ad route until the house is in order until you're ready to start or you have everything in place to turn your listeners into customers. Um, and until you've, you've exhaust, exhausted all your other options. Like I remember I was watching a podcast video, something, and um, I think it was Eric Thomas. And he was saying that they weren't ready for one of his videos. If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, he said that that video went viral and they were not ready <laughs> it went viral. They didn't have anything for sale. They didn't like, they were not ready to capitalize off of that. And so again, that's why I say it's so important to get your stuff in order from day one, because it could be one episode. Like Holy spirit could just be flowing through you one time and it just goes all over the internet, Right. And then you're not ready <laughs> And you don't want to miss out on that money or leaving money on the table because you weren't ready. So make sure that you have everything in order before trying to bring people onto the show. And of course, if you want more specialized help, Anchor Media is here. And even in our planner, we have a whole page. I give all of the gems on how to get listeners to your show. And about 90% of them are free. All right, guys, I'm going to stop here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm excited for next week. Uh, next week's episode, we going. I thought we was going to be business focused the rest of the year, but <laughs> nope. So we got another edge snatcher coming next week and I'm not ready. I ain't even recorded it yet. I, I just got the topic and I wrote it down. I don't even know what's going to happen. But again, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Tatum tamia. Follow Anchored Media, anchored.media and follow the podcast page at Blessed and Bossed Up. I will talk to you guys next week.